welcome to another episode of Block Talk. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Leave a five-star review while you're there. We love a Linktree because it's got all the ways you can help support Block Talk. Visit linktree.com slash michaelblocktalk to click on the links. We've got a link to Redbubble where you can purchase all of your Block Talk merchandise from t-shirts to mugs to hoodies to totes available in a variety of styles. Another link has all the platforms you can listen to the podcast, plus links to PayPal and buy me a coffee should you feel the desire to tip a host. And as always, follow me on Instagram and TikTok at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. Reunited, and it feels so meh. The Queens of Season 3 <laughs> came together to celebrate the season as they gear up for the grand finale. But at what cost? It's time to talk all things Drag Race, the Spanya 3 reunion. And joining me is the fabulous Precious Envy. Hello. Hello. Hola, now, hola, hola. Last, last we spoke, um, you you got your country on and got to see Orville Peck. Yeah, so as of our last conversation, I saw Orville Peck last night. Oh, so good. So amazing. Oh, were there any straights in the audience? Yes, there were. Do they know he's gay? Yes, because he made it a point at various times to say, I'm a flaming homosexual. Uh, For those that didn't know. uh, And then after the Queen of the Rodeo song, they took a break and had a queen come on and do a number. And oh. it was like re- it was like so much fun because uh, she was their rodeo queen for for the tour. So That's it was a cool. Nashville, a Nashville queen. Oh, God. Her, what was her name? Um Oh God, it was something, she had three names. Her last name was Paris. It was, uh, I forgot her name. Oh, well, well, but she was cool. really good. She was really good. She was really good. Um, yeah, he did the Born This his Born This Way cover from the Gaga mm-hmm. anniversary album. Um, I turned to my friend and said, you know what would be best peak gayness if he covers Padam? That would have that would have just been everything for me, but he didn't. But it not still was an amazing show. It was still like an amazing show. All right. Well, pronunciations. I apologize, friends. I'm getting better, and maybe by the time we get to seventy four, we'll be there. But as always, Same. I must leave a disclaimer. This is an entertainment podcast. We are discussing reality TV show characters as presented to us through reality television production. We are shown with the editing of a television show wants to see. We react to what is presented. Yes, these are real people get an opportunity to go on television show. Together. They've also themselves and to discuss what's said in the podcast and presented to and discuss reality TV show. Okay, so we are at our a reunion. Um. Uh, I just always feel weird that we put the reunion as they're filming. So they don't even have time to like take it all in, converse with one another. They're literally watching raw footage that they're editing together in the moment. Exactly. So it's, it's, it, it doesn't feel authentic enough for me. No, this is like, they should, you should, um, they should have done what old drivers used to do was if you're going to do a reunion, it's like the series is over. The final episode is the reunion. Right. Because the current seasons, when they started doing, they started doing reunion finale together after season three. Right. And then around when they started doing the um, final four format, we got the reunion separate. But the way they filmed, because they filmed the reunion after they filmed the finale, it's aired beforehand, so you generally know 
who's not in the top based on how much screen time they get in the reunion. And then, so for this, it was like, I felt like if you're going to do a reunion show for this season, it's, I don't know why they didn't make it the final episode. Like it should have aired after. So it was like, so you, that way they could really bitch about who won and bitch about this. And that was made the original, like. They want to, they, cause they do film this before the full production of the finale. Uh, they they want them to be unfiltered, but I, I feel like you don't have time to decompress. Like yeah. some of these conversations, I'm like, I don't think you honestly are fine yet. I think you still need some time to actually talk because you didn't get a t- chance to talk. Nope. All right, let's let's begin. After teasing Miss Congeniality <laughs> as the keystone of this episode, it's time to bring <laughs> the queens together for the reunion. Let's start with our queens and their looks, some of which are better than what they wore on the actual season. Hmm. So the category is reunion. And in honor of the evening, we will be playing reunited and feel so good or so bad. Starting <laughs> with Bestia. No designers listed. I think this is cute look and very in line with her brand. Is it the best she's worn? Not a chance. Is it safe? Sure. Love the color story, though the boots are a bit bolder than the rest of the outfit. I'm not sure what she is supposed to be, but that's a Bestia look for you. They they did not organize them in any particular way, so I can't even figure out where she is. Well, if you there go she to is. Okay, there she is. Uh, I found it, but they're like they they broke them up into two groups, but they're not in like any particular order. I think it was left side and right side. That's what they did. Okay, oh. so I don't remember where they were sitting. Okay, yeah, there we go. Found her. I like the look. Honestly, I liked everybody. I was I was very I was just like glad you got some time on TV um, because they really only showed you for a minute. Um, no, I, I actually really has grown to love Bestia. She's become one of my favorites from the season. I'll give it a so good. It's a so good. Audience, 73% so good, 27% so bad. Next up, Chanel. Look by Matea Zanotti. Where was this bitch all season? It is giving me Dragula. I love that bony spine, spine motif that has a bit of whimsy and camp to it. The latex with purple trim is wonderful. The hair is incredible. Love that mm-hmm. white purple. This is the Chanel I wanted. Yeah, this is like, this is a, the Chanel who stepped her pussy up for the reunion. And it was like, where were you all season? Um, well, these right. are the looks I wanted from you. Because um, I was like, she was one of my early favorites. Well, also because I thought she was the hottest boy. Um, so I was like, hello, I need more from you. I want you on my TV longer. Uh, I loved it. Yeah, I did. Give, it was like a very dark fantasy. And I was like, I was here for it. So good. So good. Audience, 100% so good. Moving on to Drag Chuchi. No designers listed. Uh, well, it's pink. I don't mind this, but I just don't know who Drag Chuchi is still. I think velvet is fun, but that pant. Thank God for that strange leg cover, because otherwise it would have been a whole lot of velvet. Uh, the hair is rock and roll. For me, it's just fine. Yeah, I think it's like... I liked it. I thought I thought Chuchi, you know, it's. I felt like it was still kind of her brand. But again... Because we didn't get to see her, see her really. We never really got to know who she was, because, like she said, she was automatically compared to Volcano and Setless before she even walked to the door. And it was like they had like a preconceived notion of what they wanted from her, and because mm-hmm. she didn't deliver, I guess, the look they wanted, it was like you knew she wasn't going to go far. It's a soft, so good for me. Yeah, soft. 
Audience, 82% so good, 18% so bad. Clover, <laughs> look by Ruth Moore, hair by Getty Roller. She said, I ran out of clothing options. This is comfortable. <laughs> all po- that's all the positive I can say. This is so a walk around look. It's not even good enough for a meet and greet. I think the hair is cool. Love the color on her. And if you told me she stole it for Hornell, I would have believed you there. Um, also, burn those heels. I hate them. Just get rid of them. Go, go away. If Prince had to like destroy hers, so does Clover. Well, I can't see her heels in this picture. Um, I think, yeah, from the neck up, gorgeous. So gorgeous. Um, I yeah, it's a fine dress. It, you know, I I'm I you know what I'm one that cannot say anything about the clothes I choose to wear that these girls choose to wear based on some of the outfits I wear. So basically it's a step up for me, so it's a so good. I'm giving it so bad in the audience, kind of in the middle. 47% so good, 53% so bad. Hornella Gongora, look by Borja Pony, hair by Malibu, jewels by Andreas Gallardo. I think the graphic dress is interesting, but I loathe that neckline. I know <laughs> it makes sense given the hair of the person on the skirt, but it does nothing for Hornella. Again, too yeah. cold of a boot, and the hair burned alongside Clover's heels. <laughs> It did feel like <clears throat> and the look was giving me like I didn't win, so I don't really care. Yeah. I but I do like the print dress. I think the print dress is a it's a really awesome like idea. Um and I get where she was going, but yeah, she does have a lot of inventory on her chest and uh upper chest and like neckline that she could have done a more bigger statement piece of a necklace, especially going with like such short hair. Um right. Yeah, I think if she would have maybe done a different hair, uh, it might have been uh, might have been better. So bad. I think I, I think I gave them all so goods because uh, uh, so because kind. you know because I was very kind to them last night because you know what because the reunion was so fucking boring to me that I like I had to be like I'm giving them praise on what they wore because I was so bored watching this. Audience, 44% so good, 56% so bad. Kelly Roller, no designers listed. I see what she was doing. She was saving the best for last. (laughs) She really was. She looks so good here. I love the latex cat suit being interrupted by this floral wraparound. The hair is so cute. Though I'm not a fan of the random black line. Like, if you're going to stone it, stone it. Yeah, let me let me go back to the picture. I just just lost the page. One second. There we go. There we are. Um... Yeah, because it was like a muted stoned wig, like just like the highlighted area in the front. Um, But I thought it was. I think this is the best she's looked at all. And I'm like going, where again, where was this all season? I know you were gone for a couple episodes, but like this is just like this is the Kelly roller. I think I would have rooted for she walked in like this. Absolutely. Because I got I was over the roller skates by episode two. And I'm like, girl, I know it's your gig, but but this is so good. Audience, 94% so good, 6% so bad. The Macarena, no designer listed. Uh, the bitch is checked out. Like, she is like, this is all you're going to get. It's simple. She was it's so checked out. So checked out the entire thing. This was her last chance to make a mark, and she said, this is me. A bit disappointed on her overall showing this season. Maybe it wasn't the right time to return. I think, I don't know why they didn't just give her, wait for her to come back for her All-Stars, because they were doing Espana All-Stars next so i don't know why they were like we're gonna throw you on to season three maybe they wanted like some drama which they didn't need because these girls were dramatic enough but you were doing an all-stars right there like it just didn't make it's sense not like they weren't throwing anyone from season three onto the all-star cast exactly 
you because you really can't do an all-star cast with just two seasons so you need to be like hi we're bringing some of you girls back on it right away uh so bad I, I think I gave it a so good because I was like, girl, at least you tried. Right in the middle, everybody. 50% mm-hmm. so good, 50% so bad. Maria Delia, no designers listed. I think this is so sweet and cute. I get her drag style. It may not have been right for this show, but it works for her. She has styled this so well from head to toe. She is an old fashioned queen with vintage charm ready to blossom. And I like the fact that they brought her back in like what two different episodes before mm-hmm. the, the comeback. Uh, and it felt like if they had done maybe something else other than the talent show as the first episode, she may have lasted a little bit longer. If but she didn't like, fuck up, she would have won the talent show. It was that her talent, her talent was actually really her talent was really smart, but it was like she she I think what was oh yeah, I think she got ahead of her herself, her own her own uh, her her uh, her soundbite. Um, yeah, she's one of those where it's like he, she's campy, she's funny, and I think she, she she got a lot of screen time this episode too. I think I think I think production likes her, and I think I wouldn't be surprised if they brought her back for season for All Stars. I don't know anything about who's on the cast, so that's my speculation. I will. Um, I, know, I know is, you. I know you do. This look is so good. Uh, totally so good. Audience, 76% so good, 24% so bad. Paquita, look by David Moss, hair by Gonzalo de Bayido, nails by Manuel Nails, boa by Armani Divine. Paquita has entered the matrix. I love this so much. From the giant pigtails to the black dress with the ruffle, this is styled impeccably and is very in line with Paquita. It's simple. It doesn't need any glitz and glamour. It screams like telenovela villain, like so much and i was here for it i was ready for work the world she is it's she's like it is giving me like it's very like it's over the top but but like still like toned down that it's not like it's campy but fashion it's yeah like the feathers it's like i'm gonna block over behind me i don't give a shit yeah uh, i i was here for this entire look i'll give it so good so so good Audience, 100% so good, 0% so bad. Pink Shadora, look by, it's Jade. Is that a banana in her hand or is she just happy to see me? I think the color blocking of the peach and blue is well done. I think it's fun and youthful. The foam hair is a choice, but it's campy, so it makes sense. The heels are there. It works with the colors, I suppose. It's very Betsy Johnson. Yeah, it has a very, very like uh, Betsy Johnson East Village vibe. And I, I like the foam hair. I think the foam hair is just like one of those camp things that like it, not many queens can pull off well. And I thought she did a good job, excuse me, um, here with her aesthetic. It was very campy, very over the top, um, a, like a little loud, but that's her personality. She's very loud. She doesn't like awkward silence. No, she doesn't. Audience, I'm going to give it a so good it's so good, yes. 88% so good, 12% so bad. Patita, look by Patita, hair by wigs by Angelina. This is what I've come to expect from Patita. It's grand, it's big, it's over the top. She has a certain eye for fashion that many don't. Her references are sometimes more niche than what we're used to in the world of drag, and that's okay. It's not going to resonate with everyone like me. That being said, I think this <laughs> yeah. chocolate brown is very rich in color. Uh, so rich that it kind of looks black on screen. Love the hair color. It pops in the right ways. Did she need the feather piece? No, that was a step too far in my opinion. Always need to edit something down before you walk out the room. I liked it. 
it was like there's a, there's always been something about Petita's drag where it's just like it's hyper feminine when you where it's just like where it does really much where you actually where you're like oh this is just amazing like i i just think she does a really great job on her looks and i really liked um this one it's like there's a lot of layers and it seems like there's so much going on that like because of it, the picture is seated you can't really tell but you do get like glimpses here and there it's like you have like an oversized coat with it looks like embroidery down her leg uh but it's like a loose like dress top yeah, yeah i was in love with it i think she's one of those that like she just does her looks are like somewhat can be a little bit simplistic but like because of her fucking body it like she's a she can get away with wearing like next to nothing and it working for her what are you talking about paquita or petita petita see they deemed their names are so fucking close together petita Petita. Pa, Petita pa, never pa. always wears too much clothing. She never has any. She's always wearing more clothes. Petita wears no clothes. Though that's what I'm talking about. The one with no clothes. No, we're talking about Petita. We're going now. Oh my God. Am I, am I ahead of you? Look at these damn pictures. You're, you're behind oh. me if that's the case. Petita's got the, the, uh, the feathers. No, the feathers. Okay. See, this is what happens when you, when you, when they all get mixed together in your head. Yes. Okay. Petita. With the Ida, uh, pita bread. Um, yes, the yeah, I did. Yeah, the feathers were probably a little too much, but I liked that they were just. I liked that there were drama, and like I said earlier, I think it felt like it was a little bit of a fuck you to the person who's up behind you because she didn't give a shit. I'll give it a so good. Oh, it's a total so good. Audience seventy eight percent so good, twenty two percent so bad. Vanya Vanilla, no designers listed. So simple yet so clean. I love the silver and pink combo. It's very classic. The dress is quite evocative yet slutty enough to be worn by her. The embellishments are cute. I do think that the pink gloves pair well with the pink hair, but those cuff bracelets are a little too big for her. <laughs> yeah, I can see him here. Well, it feels like it's like it feels like it's like two different ver- like two different cuffs. Like she has like a silver one, and then it looks like there's like rose gold going up. And I'm like, I don't, you don't need the rose gold unless it's the type of bodysuit she's wearing. Require like it's like because I don't think she's wearing a bodysuit. No, she is wearing a bodysuit. Yeah, I think it's probably covering up the bodysuit. But she looks so clean, so probably the most like present she's been. Because this girl has had this girl has an Alexis Michelle season. Literally, between crying and literally being between her and Alexis Michelle, I don't know who's cried more this this year on Drag Race. You have a lot, you, girls. You have to t- you have toppers. All right, I'm giving this so good. Oh, this is so good. Yeah, audience, eighty nine percent so good and eleven percent so bad. And finally, Visa, no designers listed. She said, I'm going to give you a cat soup and my face being perfect will distract you. The color story is immaculate. The monochromatic purple is perfect. Love the headpiece for her because it's a true homage to her drag style and her culture. Uh, she's ready to compete on Drag Race Mexico season two. Oh, she, she's ready to be like, I'm, I'm crossing over. I'm crossing over. Going back home. Yeah, this look was just so good. And it was like the whites with the purples, the headpiece. Oh, yeah. She she came to be like, I, I didn't come to play. I came to slay. It's a so good. So good. Audience 100% so good. Well, now it's time to hear some well wishes from our predecessors. Clearly, this was filmed while the girls were on tour. I love exactly because it's like, hi, pair up together. 
pair up together. <laughs> All right. We got Samantha Ballantyne's and Estrella Extravaganza, who just spoke over each other. Shocking. Uh, but they tell them, even if you don't win, you can still win. And then the booger eating, not for me. Not for me. <laughs> Marina and Hota tell them they are drag superstars and tell them that only once in a lifetime will happen, which is completely untrue. Also, strange pairing. Didn't even know they even communicated. It was a strange pairing, and uh, Hota's hair was just so like it felt like your head it felt like it belonged to, like it felt like it's one of those like pieces like you're like mismatched it felt so mismatched like it, it was just like it was like it was so big and it felt like it was too big for her head next is Alex so and Setlas, who talk about the love they were giving to each other so they were deaf a thing and onyx tells them mm-hmm. to be careful on twitter because of screenshots and that is the team <laughs> that yes mm-hmm. those fa- those fan of those great those drag race fans they all want their receipts Shit. marissa and the amante are up next and well choice is their bit was a little sincere though marissa sounded like she was dying <laughs> Ariel, Rec, Jurigi, and Venedita are a combo, and it was Ariel getting the lead role because she said, y'all made it further than me. Let me have my moment. But mm-hmm. Venedita will give a shout-out to her sister, Juanella, and then Ariel screams bestia at the end. <laughs> and finally, Sharon is sitting in a palace somewhere with the worst echo in the world, and that filter <laughs> was full on. Um, I was hoping for a little bit more profound statement from her, but she was like, you making me do this? I don't have anything to say. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm, I'm contracted. Fuck, all right. Now, after watching the tapes, Visa will say that it's inspiring to see whether you win or not, you can still find success and evolve. Bestia says you wonder what happens when you go out in the world and seeing them sending all their love and joy makes her happy. And now, Supreme will ask the queens if they enjoyed their experience and if not, would they have enjoyed it more? That's a loaded question to begin the reunion. Such a loaded question, girl. Guys, she's she's been taking lessons from RuPaul. Fuck. Maria says, in her case, she would have loved to enjoy it a little longer, but says she it's been a wonderful experience in her drag career and one of the most important ones. She is happy to have had this opportunity to be on this cast because of the level of drag. Chuchi will agree with Maria, but notes when you enjoy it too much and get comfortable, that's when it's over. She says she would have liked to enjoy it differently, but what she did experience was amazing. Vania says she enjoyed it more toward the end. She wants to ask Supreme if they could start over, and Supreme says she could not handle it. <laughs> Pink Shadora says she enjoyed it to the max ever since she put her foot down. She left happy and is blessed. Now, Hornella is asked about her shout-out from Venedita and what the relationship was. Are they close? She reveals she is her sister, her girlfriend, and her retirement plan in Benidorm. Graham <laughs> wants to know about any fun stories and we're going to hear about a time that they were on a trip in Lisbon and they almost missed their plane because they were quote listening to Ariana Grande in one of those steamy places yeah uh, she was in the bathhouse yeah they were now Bestia is asked about Ariel cheering her on and we learned that she was a role model to her she met her before starting drag and said on uh, said one day I want to be like her Ariel came to one of her first performances and encouraged her since uh, I kind of knew that there was like some correlation based on Bestia's style of drag Yeah, but um, I don't mean this is a major insult Ariel but Ariel is the, um, the wish version of Bestia <laughs> Tell me oh. I'm wrong. Uh, well, I, I don't remember Ariel <gasps> all that much, though. So. Yeah, well, she was she was she was yeah. outside. Mm-hmm. I, I remember the name, but I was just like, yeah. 
it's time to embarrass the girls and show some of the casting tapes. Let's begin with our final four. And baby, I got opinions. Of course, we start with Kelly Kelly being hot in her mm-hmm. video. The quality is a bit meh until um, we get to the outside parts. But then she does some skating in a RuPaul-inspired look, which was very smart. This is exactly what why she was cast. Was that roller skating? Oh, uh, yes. Well, I also liked how all four, of the, to the, when they did the top four, all four of them had very different videos. It mm-hmm. wasn't like any one had the same exact video. Even when they started showing the girls' videos, there wasn't a lot of like, um, like copy paste because it does kind of feel like there's a formula to get on. And it felt like, oh, this is refreshing. Like yeah. these are girls who are going, who are doing the stuff that they want to see, but it was how they did it was making it like, oh, yeah, this is this is pretty good. Petita starting her video out like MTV Cribs in a fucking kimono. Honestly, not shocked. Also, mm-hmm. that hair was wild and her not her wearing the same feather piece in her video as she was in the reunion and doing the I side was, by side. I loved it. I was like, oh, shit, she's re- recycling it. Yes. Um, what I will say, her video quality was exceptional. Her clothes oh, were oh. impressive. This Whoever, was a good video. That was, I was like, I literally was laying here watching it going like, production. Girl, you you went all out on this video. Yes. Cornella brought camp and her tape and even put in videos as she was talking, which I think is a good tip mm-hmm. for future applicants. That's how yep. you get all your content in without taking it out. Uh, you can show it all without cutting into your time. Uh, she was just very silly. Yeah, she was very silly. It was very camp. I thought it was campier. That I, I did feel like I got more of Cornella in her video than I have throughout the season because yeah. she's been she's there. But I think because of all the drama going on with like Petita and then Vanilla Vanya, it was just like it just felt like she was overshadowed by tears and everyone hating on someone. So it was kind of like, oh, this you're a funny fucking queen. I wish I would have gotten to see that more on the show. It just kind of was like, yeah, you kind of got overshadowed by production storyline and a few other queens. Okay, Vanya, what is that <laughs> filter? Come on. Also, I want pizza. This was very in line to who Vanya is. It was silly mm-hmm. and sincere. And then she showed her cooch. Yep. That filter them. Well, I like how she even said, she's like, I put in more poor work for my season two audition. So I right. wasn't going to do the same this time around. I was like, right, so yeah. After watching the clips, it's time to talk to the girls about what we saw. And Pajita says that it was done very quickly. She liked doing things thoroughly, but had to organize shooting with different locations, dresses, and a whole crew. Uh, and this will get Clover to read her by saying, okay, uh, very funny, very shady comment. But then Chanel will joke that Petita won casting too. I mean, she's not wrong. Yeah. Uh, Cornella mm-hmm. says that she realized she lies a lot. She says electro cabaret is something she made up so she could be the queen of something. It brought her there. <laughs> uh, so friends, there. if you want to get on, create an idea so, and mm-hmm. have at least one person sign off on it and it exists. Yeah. Um, Bonnie says she did hers in between gigs. Nothing noting hers was more like Petita's the previous year. Now, Kelly will say that she wasn't going to go through with casting as she was having a tough time with drag as she was about to quit. But her friend Denise convinced her to do it. He told her all good things that could happen in order to, for her to get her energy back. But you didn't think we wouldn't see the work of our eliminated queens. It's your turn, bitches. 
Mm-hmm. All right. Maria is filming in her apartment and that echo once again wild but hey her looks were good and her campiness was on full display third time's the charm drag oh, she's, she's Alaska every season mm-hmm. <laughs> until they brought her on drag Chuchi literally put herself in front of a confessional background and I mean that's really smart uh, because part of your tape is, is supposed to show production you're ready for camera so yeah. smart move for her but all she had to do was show that flip split and she's on yep. Chanel NRX gave us her version of monster drag and it was a nice collage of how she's different than anyone else and then she showed her out of drag and immediately she was cast she's a hot guy gorgeous like- her like once she left I, my attention moved to bestia and i was like going, oh bestia i didn't realize how attractive you were i was i was blinded by by chanel visa is wearing one of the worst collections of items on a body <laughs> to ever be seen between a body harness and a wig that looks like an aluminum foil because of the video quality but hey she went casting over with the visa name pun in the story mm-hmm. Akita did her visuals well and talking about being gorgeous very much on brand of course, Pink Shadora had a huge setup in a drag room. Are we shocked? No. No. Uh, this no. was so true to her. And of course, we got Lola Flores. So she's she's been ready for that snatch game. Mm-hmm. Now for Bessie, I have a question. Why was all your furniture covered in plastic? What happened? What she do? She murderer? She serial killer? Oh my God. Maybe maybe she's secretly Patrick Bateman. There and is. It's, it's Espana, Espana Psycho. There we go. Uh, but she showed her punk side well, and I kind of like that kiss mm-hmm. um, Leotard she had. Yeah. And then the fact that Clover is giving you a fairy tale in the middle of a forest was so cute. And then we get to see her dance. Was this the greenest audition tape we've seen? Yes. But that was the draw for her as well. I think that was also, it was also the fact that she was the only one who did something very different. Yeah. Um, and I think that was also the pull to be like, Hi, you're not trying to be like everybody else who's sending the tape. And that's what like, boom, got your attention. Now, Clover is asked if she's done other casting before. And we learned that this was her first one for drag. She did this one with two sprained ankles and said it was hard to do it in her neighborhood because people saw her and thought, is that a monster? <laughs> no, that's just Chanel. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, now it's time to head back to the beginning of the season as we get a montage of the talking to that Supreme and the judges gave the contestants on the main stage after their first time challenges. Uh, remember when they were like, do better and stop making us look bad? Uh, good times. Uh, so then they were like, and then, and then they were like, well, don't worry. Don't worry. Production will do that for you. Exactly. The Macarena says they had to say those things so they can look good. Hornella says it was necessary. She says it was shocking in the moment because they gave, they think they get there all polished, but as the episodes go on, they have a chance to improve. Now, Petita is asked about the critiques on her highlighter, and she says they can't see anything. She says there are some things she can, can justify as she is not wearing the makeup as she'd like to because of her steady hand. And I immediately was like, oh my God, are we talking about scary movie and the good hand? Um, <laughs> she says it hurts her seeing herself because she knows she can do better but some things she can't blame the finger on she was hurt by the critiques but she doesn't like to be one of those people who makes up excuses which is literally what she, what just, she did. just did <laughs> and this is why we want to have a little bit of time before a reunion so Petita can watch the season and realize I am a walking hypocrite yeah mm-hmm Chuchi is asked about being compared to Setlas, and she says that it's not like that 
She didn't like it. She just didn't get any feedback on her talent show, only comparisons on her energy and being compared to what someone else brought. She understands that she knows the figure she represents, but she would have liked to receive feedback about what she showed. And that's completely valid. And I I really Mm -hmm. do think moving forward, the judges have to understand, sure, when you come from a same part or your your siblings or whatever, there's going to be similarities. But after watching two seasons of the show and knowing how you drag the queens from the Canary Islands, of course the bitch is going to try to do something a little different. And then to tell her... Yeah, exactly. So, much. so I think Chuchi was right, and Chuchi didn't get a fair mm. crack at this. Um, but why would you even want to put yourself back into it again? Like, I would not want to go back. Oh, exactly. Exactly. When you're like, hi, we saw how you treated Volcano, and then Setlist did a better job, um, but it's like, I'm not either of those two queens. I'm my own queen. We just happen to come from the same region. It's like it's like if you compared every Puerto Rican queen from Puerto Rico that comes on um, Drag Race, and it's like, well, Yara Sofia did this, so um, why aren't you doing the same thing? It's yeah. like because you're not. That's not because you're not Yara Sofia. Now Macarena is reminded about how the hobbies told her she's not focused. How did she take it? She will say that one positive thing about her is that she doesn't mind being told things as they are, as they are something she can improve upon. She thinks he was right in the moment as she had a fixed idea of what she wanted to do. She wanted to be gorgeous and polished, not funny. It was mental noise that made her not enjoy it. She was like a tight asshole, as she says. <laughs> now, Supreme will ask when they watched previous seasons, were they critical? And of you, and of course, we knew that answer was yes. Yes. Finnell will say that she would comment what their why they weren't creative or as original as she would have, as she would critique the sequin dress as the typical drag queen dress. She will say that you need to have it in you as it's the base for all of them, and then you add on the sewing and the makeup and learn how to polish them. But says you need to be creative. I fully agree. I don't, I don't, I think there's a little bit of loss in translation for what she was saying to what was actually on the captions. Um, It's not really about the sequin dress. It's about the basic drag that needs to be elevated. That's what we have to do on Drag Race. And that's true on any franchise in any country. Yeah. Know, know the basics and work from there. It's like, it's, it's a thing being like, you have to know the foundation before you can start building onto it. So know the fundamentals and then be like, all right, now I know where I can play, what what works for me, what doesn't work for me, and work from there. Like, you know, not every queen has to come out wearing a freaking cat suit or a bodysuit because some queens, it doesn't work for every queen. Um, some, you know, some queens prefer to have a flowy dress. Uh, some people, some some queens don't, can't wear stilettos, you know, some of us aren't bored. Some of us can't, hair, can't uh, carry that much weight. Um, but yeah, it's just like, you know, you, you get your foundations and it's not just like the drag looks, but it's also just like, Drag culture, like know where the references that people say are actually coming from. So that way, you know, oh, these are the places I should be looking to like, because you're also going to see our history there. Paquita says she would criticize makeup. And then she says you come there and all your mates have dude faces and clock clover sitting in front of her saying, (laughs) excuse me, Um, Kita then says they are super tight on time when at home you have 27 hours, you just have to adjust to the time. 
Um, if you had 27 hours to do your face, what would it look like? Um, well, I would probably start at like hour 26. <laughs> because I was like, I'd be done being like, what, what, what else more do you want from me? <laughs> the Macarena will say, oddly, she criticized people who take themselves too seriously and people who are not natural and fun. The irony. <laughs> Speaking of, let's start with a montage of the Macarena and all the queens commenting on her and how much they find her annoying for not shutting up. <laughs> the faces of the queens watching this back, they were laughing while the Macarena was amused, but she was taken aback. Then we move mm-hmm. on to the pink Shadora of it all. And I think she was a bit hurt she was lumped into this category. But hey, yeah, just that chat with Hornella, we knew she was a loud mouth from the start. Oh, I think you got that like right when she walked in. Literally. It was like she was like there's a reason she was the first one in exactly says she guesses maybe she's more annoying knowing than she thinks she is she says awkward silence bothers her so she always tries to fill them the macarena straight up asked who is more annoying between the two of them before she can even answer pink shadora will say that the macarena would say her listen pink shadora did that to herself but the macarena says that while she can't be objective and she bad mouthed pink shadora so much she will say that it is herself (laughs) <laughs> Kelly will come to the defense of the Macarena and say that the Macarena is a good listener. She knows she's been too much on occasion, but tells her to stop it and she will listen and reconsiders and doesn't take it personally. But Supreme is like, okay, so she doesn't take it personally. Let's take a vote to see who's more annoying. <laughs> that was some shady ass bitch shit. I was like, Supreme, what are you? Do you, do you guys have nothing? Is that why you have to fill this hour? Shit. Votes for Pink Shadora come in from Vanya and Pink Shadora. And then Supreme oh. votes for Macarena and literally everyone else. And there you have it. Um, I would have voted for Pink Shadora, but alas. Who is more annoying to you? Um, I think Pink Shadora was a little bit more annoying. I because I think it was, I think Macarena, it wasn't coming out. She was, how she was coming off was more... Um, I think Macarena was coming off more arrogant than annoying sure. as a whole, I've been here before kind of thing where, where Pink Shadora was just like, it was the thing where, because she couldn't, she couldn't stop talking. So it was always like, she was always saying something where it's like, girl, like quiet. We need quiet now. Sadly, there is no crash prize for most annoying this year, but you bet your ass next season when the girls are <laughs> deliberately annoying to win that prize, there will be some oh, euros to around. Speaking and of here's here's 100 euros for being most annoying. It's time to talk about the girl getting all good critiques and getting all the dough. But what do the others have to say about Petita? It's time for a montage. <laughs> Supreme wants to start with Pink Shadora. Did it make her upset and hurt, or did she see Petita as a strong rival when she was in danger? Pink Shadora says on the contrary. Petita knows from the beginning she's always believed in her and her drag, and that's what bothered her about Petita. She is very a very critical person who knows when she is doing well and when she doesn't. So when she started questioning things she didn't even think about because of the things Petita said, she said she was trying to give her advice, but in the end it turned against her. Paquita will chime in and say that Petita gives you advice and you decide whether you take it or not and she can't be blamed for what you do with the advice. But darling, it's the unwarranted advice that shouldn't come out of her mouth to begin with. Mm-hmm. 
Pink Shadar will say that there is a caveat as they had a previous talk where she advised her the day of the dance challenge to not spend too much time sewing bodysuits and spend it learning choreo. To which Petita said, she appreciates the advice, but she doesn't need her advice. So this surprised her when she was giving her advice. Petita will say it's true. She claims it was an attitude from Pink Shadora, which was the competition mode. Petita in this rebuke will say that she will never give advice to try to sink anyone. But it's the mind games that she caused with said advice that she still can't quite grasp. Again, this is why we need you to see it and take some time to understand. Mm-hmm. You watch it back and then you then you go in and you're like, oh, yeah, exactly. I said some stupid shit, didn't I? But Tita will respond to the Snatch Game allegations in a manner that makes her sound like a saint, where she claims she told Pink Shadora that it would be nice to have everyone have their moment, as it was an improv jungle. She claims she never did it to get into her head, but as a mate, so they could all have their moment. But Tita says that she is hurt and concerned that people think she is trying to undermine them. Yeah, um, the audience thinks so, too. Yeah. She's not a villain, but she's an antagonist in a different way. Yeah, it's... uh, Yeah, production really... Uh, what, what, what I'm trying to say with her production, there was nothing for production to do. There was nothing production to do. She, she, she was able to give production everything that they needed. Um, but yeah, it's just like she wasn't like a straight up villain. I don't because I don't think she was intentionally trying to be evil. But I think it was just like I think her desire to win um, is led her to say and say a few things that she probably in retrospect would like if she stopped and and thought about it would be like ooh is that something I should be saying right now no okay exactly let's talk to Visa on her take on the situation she says there was tension and untucked she had a lot of shit inside and wanted to release it she continues to say that it wasn't about Petita or anything anyone in particular it was about the way the competition worked she admits she expressed it in a way that wasn't properly said. So are they good? Petita says they are. Now, Petita says the comeback episode was one of the hardest for her. They made bad decisions, paid the price, and she is sorry. Again, that's all the time we have seen the two of them converse about the conversation. Yeah. Uh, Based on production and sequestering, they have not had any more of a conversation. Um, I'm sure they have had it since airing. um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, I don't I don't know. I would really like to hear Petita's take on the entire season now after watching it all back. Which I'm probably sure we'll get once they air the finale, the final episode next week. It will probably be like, okay, mm-hmm. she'll do one of those Twitter posts or an Insta or an Insta story. It's like now that the season's over, we can talk. All right. Well, for the first time in the franchise, the eliminated queens got a chance to come back to the competition. And who would have thunk? the comeback queen would become a finalist. We watch mm-hmm. a montage of the mirror moment and the aftermath. Kelly is asked who she thought would be the comeback queen. Of course, she says her. She wanted to come back because the first four episodes, she was very happy with everything she had done artistically. When they told them what the challenge was going to be, she picked Vanya because she wanted to have fun. Speaking of Vanya, she is deemed the queen that got everyone holding their breaths. Time for an emotional Vanya montage. (laughs) Sopran would like Vanya to share why she was feeling so down. And she will joke asking to leave for a moment, but she will be denied. She says she feels happy and competitive now and wants to win. But then she was feeling super small and insecure. 
She says that she knows she has a long career and that weighs her down. She feels she had to show that she's super fun, but she's not fine all the time. She states that when she is not in drag, she becomes very small. Supreme tells her to take off the pressure, and if you feel one feel bad one day, so what? She says here they can't stay home under a blanket and spend the day like that. And Vanya says she missed that and a good man with a big dick to take her mind off of it. <laughs> That's on brand for her. So it's on brand for all of us. We're talking about it. Now, listen, we know that Vanya and Supreme have a relationship, so mm-hmm. Supreme has to ask her if there was anyone with those characteristics. And Vanya says Kelly Roller, but she didn't want to. Mm-hmm. Vanya thanks all the girls for supporting her and says that her finalist sisters gave her great hugs and comfort. Now, it's time to open up the library doors, let the queens in who didn't participate and bring yeah. some reads to the reunion. And by reads, I don't know what the fuck this segment was. Supreme calls for the pit crew and a man comes out with some glasses for the girls. It's time for Maria, Adelia, Chuchi, Chanel, and Kelly to have their moment. Notice how they're all sitting on the same side. I see what you did, production. I see what mm-hmm. you made it easy. Maria and Vania. Wow, wonderful. I've always admired you, love you, and respect you. But thought, I looked for you. I only saw you in one place. And that's it. Where's the punchline? I know. I was like, was the punchline at the bottom? Like, I don't know. I think that's par- part of Maria's problem is her humor doesn't translate all the time yeah because i was she's waiting like, for it to end reads. and she's like i'm done yeah. <laughs> it's like what chuchi and kelly it's been said you're too histrionic that you have bad looks that you haven't had good runways that you barely have talent but i don't agree so much you're not histrionic and now will ask what histrionic means i'm like same um i was gonna say is that, is that just a new word of saying old <laughs> no histrionic means like theatrical and over the top and oh. um but uh, we've heard that 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 format before and uh, mm-hmm. yeah that's a that's a standard one chanel and vania i'll get to the point you're such a pig i don't know if i should clean you or roast you <laughs> chanel and horn no no your bed is big but your talent in it isn't and Hornella will say that she can show her something else that's big. Mm-hmm. These girls are horny. Uh-huh. And Chanel on the Macarena, the joke tells itself. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly on everyone. I see a lot of phonies here in this edition. On one, on the one hand, we have the Macarena pretending to sing. We have Visa showing us looks. And we also have people who have done things we haven't seen for seen. For example, no, Bestia, it's a joke. Like when you play the piano for the talent. <laughs> that's all we got. Everything was bad. Everything was terrible. Everything was bad. Mm-hmm. Well, it's time to rehash the dreaded question, who should go home and why? We watch the clip and the aftermath, and let's see how they're doing now. Supreme will straight up ask why the question was so hard to answer, honestly, because clearly she was not happy with any of the answers. Cornella yeah. says that she chose someone easy. She didn't want to hurt anybody, and she knew Kelly takes criticism well. Um, I heard she takes other things well, too. That being said, who would she have chosen? Bessia. Okay. But Dita says that she went with the easiest choice as she knew Kelly would understand the argument. And Kelly will say that she buys the part about the comeback because it's fair. And now she's in the final. So she's earned her spot. Visa will be asked by Supreme if she had to answer the question who would she have chosen and why Petita? Supreme Deluxe straight up trolling. She's so trolling. She's on Twitter, be like, mm hmm, mm hmm, mm hmm. 
Visa didn't know that Supreme's talent included seeing the future, but she will say that up to that moment, taking into account what she saw up until the moment in the competition, she would have picked Vanya, even if it hurt her soul. She says it was all the battles she had been through. So Supreme wants to know why Vanya didn't defend herself in that moment. She says that with the critiques she was given, she understood she was terrible and was feeling super guilty because she had to be the comedy queen. She was also feeling comfortable working with Bestia and she thought they had done super well and then they got their critiques and she felt crazy and stuck again. Future contestants, just don't see yourself. Just don't don't do see it. yourself. Don't ever. Because this is actually the first time the girl who said herself wasn't sent home because usually usually they're the yeah. ones that get sent home because they're like oh, i'm just not or don't say um i don't like to try new things because that's another like well why the fuck are you here kind of things kind of moment that's going to put you in that bottom spot even if you don't deserve to be in the bottom spot absolutely okay so here's here's what's going to happen in addition to miss congeniality there will be a prize for the eliminated queens who got to model a look they chose Let's discuss. Now, again, if you need references to these, go to the Drag Race España Spanish version Instagram because they have beautiful portraits of all of them. Mm, they do it. They, yeah, they're doing a great job at keeping at keeping this. Um, <clears throat> Maria Avilia doing the feathers look. I think this was actually quite fabulous. The dress was fit to her well. It was campy. It was cute. The rooster on her hand was terrifying. Also, so many eggs. Why eggs? Eggs, eggs, eggs. What did you think? I thought this was over the top and campy. And I love like, it, at first you're like, what is she trying to do? And because you weren't, because based on like the look, it just from the end, from the back, it just looked like a bunch of like, like feathery, florally stuff. And then when she pulled out the golden egg, I'm like going, okay. And then the chicken came out. I'm like going, oh, chicken and egg. This, okay. I like, this is your humor. I get it. I like it. It's a toot. It's a toot, yeah. Drag Chuchi doing her fruit look. She comes out as a banana tree and then slips it off to be a banana with weird dots. Um, I think I like the part one and I wish she kept the second part off. Uh, also, the boots were a nope. Why white boots? She looked like Marsupilami once she got to the yellow <laughs> part. Yeah, I think the initial outfit was beautiful. Like before she <laughs> dropped it down to be the banana, I, I think that look was stellar absolutely um that being said overall full look it's a boot i'll still give it a soft too all right chanel my worst me i think this was a smart concept and a decent execution i think it could have been elevated quite a bit love mm -hmm. the mask portraits it's not comedy and drama but more sadness and anger velvet yeah. is fine the neck up impeccable love the mug and the jester hat really well conceived yeah, I think the one thing I don't like are the shoes. What are with these people in the shoes? Yeah, because it's like, it's that like, what kind of shoes are these? Is it like, yeah, it's like those clear shoes. I fucking hate those clear kind of heels. I think they're kind of ugly. Um, but yeah, I think it's like, I don't know if it would have worked better if it was like more of a bodysuit. And then she had like a lower, like a reddish boot to go up. And though she had some like openness on her legs. Um but overall, I thought this was a really good uh, concept and look for her. It's a toot. I'll give it a toot. 
Kelly Roller, Wigpalooza. I think the bolero is incredible. The makeup and the head is breathtaking. And then we get to the waist and it's a waste. What the hell is that see-through shit? Like it looked impeccable. And then she's like, I'm, I don't have anything else to wear. It's incomplete. Yeah, I thought it was like, it felt like I couldn't remember. I was like trying to figure out like what runway you're trying to do. Cause I don't, I don't get it at all. Yeah, it's a boot. Uh, yeah, it's a boot for me. The Macarena Illusion. Knock the dress all you want for being basic, but that's not the story. At this hour, it's the fucking face illusion. It was so well executed that I thought she broke her neck to get her head turned upside down. This was so cool. When she turned, when she lifted uh, up and you just saw that her lips, it was a, her head was inverted. I was like, this is drag. This is drag. This is the shit that you don't see that often. That's like, oh. Like if she was here, like this is one of those looks that's like, oh, she could have won that week kind of feel like it was such a good job with the makeup, with how she styled it. It's like, oh, perfect. Toot. Visa, illusion. Get the fire marshal on set because this bitch is about to set herself ablaze. What a brilliant illusion. It was executed so well. It was mystifying and magical. The way the fire just charred the look, illuminating the message. Mm -hmm. I think she needed something a little stronger on underneath um, the flames. But overall, this was a fucking cool moment. And the face harness, pretty interesting. I really want to know the story behind this entire look. Yeah, I think I I was trying to recall. I think she mentioned something about a fire at one point during the season. So that's why it's like, but yeah, because when I saw this comment, I'm like, going, didn't she already do a fire runway? That's why I was a little confused by. I'm like, was this like kind of like a redo or what? But I thought it was like uh, such a strong execution. I'm pretty sure the the like they had the extinguishers ready. They didn't want another. uh, Who was it on? um, uh, Thailand that almost burned their face like doing mm-hmm. a fire thing I was like they didn't want another one of those but this was yeah the execution was so good I, absolute cute Pink Shadora doing an illusion the face mask was terrifying like that's what melted wax figures look like close your mm-hmm. mouth bitch and I thought she was going to choke on that eyeball uh, I like the pattern and the colors of the garment it's in my wheelhouse I just didn't care for the illusion part it wasn't successful compared to almost anyone else who did this challenge no, I was like, I thought the most successful part was the face. And when she took it off and she had that like eye, the third eye in her mouth, I was like, okay. But I was like, I thought there was going to be like a reveal because it kept, I was kept being like, does she have something else underneath? But I'm like, oh no, it's just the face. And I'm all, I wanted more. Yeah, it's a boot. But I will say the face, she can now join Willem and Heidi uh, with their and and make herself have a little pink Shadora, a uh, little face, a uh, face, a uh, face sucker uh, for for those that want to that, that want that face. Boot. <laughs> Boot. <laughs> Michael's face when I say that. Okay, so she's a flower. It wasn't the strongest of solutions, but sure. Also, how the hell would she have been allowed to have a prop set piece on the runway? Like the pot was just sitting on that stage. What? I think the pot was a skirt that could have dropped down and stand on it as part of the Mm -hmm. walk would have been cool. Don't ask me how to execute it. I just come up with the ideas. Now, the water knocking off the skirt and she is just showing her flower. That was called sex on stage. Don't Mm -hmm. show us Republicans. Oh, yeah. I think the look itself, um, 
is cute like nothing really to write home about but like her whole idea of being the flower in the pot watering yourself having her clothes slip away and it's just like boom i'm you know full naked glory i like i like the full concept overall it's a toot it's a toot now before we can vote supreme wants to call out kelly for her three-in-one look apparently it was going to be bad if she calls supreme a pig she was going to do Regina and Mean Girls, Legally Blonde, Marilyn Monroe, and apparently she was going to leave the stage to make it all happen. Uh, as she said, good thing she was eliminated because it wouldn't have been allowed because if yeah. Visa got yelled at, how the hell would this work? Yeah, because Visa's whole thing was their whole, they kept being like the three-in-ones had to all connect and you you're, you had a total part that you just took You really off. want to know what the queens got as their assignment for this one. Like, what were they told prior mm-hmm. to production? It's now time to vote. Maria for Visa. Chanel for Chuchi. Chuchi for Visa. Kelly for Visa. Bestia for Chanel. Petita for Paquita. Paquita for Chuchi. Macarena for Visa. Clover for Visa. Pink Chidora for Chuchi. Vania for Chanel. Visa for Maria. Ornella for Chanel. One vote for Maria. One vote for Paquita. Three for Chanel. Three for Chuchi. With five votes for Visa, she is your Miss Lost Look. Do you agree? Um, yeah, I think I think because of the flames, the flames was what took it over the top. But I was surprised no one voted for Macarena because I thought that like illusion face sold it for me. Maybe they don't like her. I don't think they do. They were like, Visa. they're all. She's gonna win a sash, two thousand euros from Kaiku Coffee Latte, and five hundred euros worth of coffee. That's the prize right there. Mm-hmm. Give me that coffee. coffee. Fuck yeah. Come on, baby. Fuck yeah. Um, as I, what, as I have my Starbucks right order? here. What's your coffee order? Um, I have become I'm I'm so basic. It's whatever the current flavored cold brew of the of the month is. So right now it's the white macadamia cold brew. That's what I'm drinking. Uh right now I'm just drinking basic black coffee because I had to I cream her at home. Um but yeah, but if I'm going to, if I'm on my way to work, it's the cold brew. And I will, that will, that's to be my nectar to get me through, through my shifts. Peace. Well, the Queens were reminded of the three horror movies they made, but they're about to get a message from one of the original directors of the films. It's Alejandro Amanbar, director of Los Otros. He tells them he enjoyed the show a lot and their recreation of the others. He tells them he thinks Nicole, aka Nicole Kidman, will take mm-hmm. their job into account. He doesn't know if it deserves an Oscar like the three he has or the Goya, but he's got a chunky <laughs> chest he found for them. He wishes them luck and sends them kisses. Great. Um, I know you like horror films. Are you a fan of Spanish horror films? I don't really watch a lot of international horror. Uh, it's 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 the attention of having to like subtitle read um, because I really I really don't like um, dubbed. Um, mm-hmm. I every so often I'll find a movie on like Netflix or like Amazon and I'll realize five minutes and I'm going, Oh, it's dubbed. And I'm like, I'll sit through it. If I like what the concept is. Cause sometimes, sometimes like, especially Spanish horror, they'll go, they'll go dark and I'll be like, okay, I can handle this. But yeah, it's like, cause that's one of the downsides. to like all the shows that like Netflix produces when you get the English dubs, the, the voice and the acting just so are just so jarring where I'm like, I can't, I can't do it. So I'm like, I'll rather do the, I have to give it time to like focus because I want to because I'm reading while I'm watching to kind of get, to get everything in. But yeah, with horror movies, it's always harder to like, 
do the subtitles because there's always so much going on. And a lot of times you're trying to read the backstory and you're like, wait, wait, did that make sense to me? Oh, and with fuck, horror movies, back. it's a lot about the visual. It's all, yeah, the visuals are, oh, you got, if you have a good killer and like good gore, you're like, oh, okay, it's sold. I don't even care what they're saying. This, the visuals are keeping me in. It's time to get to our next and final award of the evening. To get the results, they need help from last season's Miss Congeniality, Samantha Ballantines. Why are we trying to make Samantha Ballantines a thing? Why are we trying to make her happen? Apparently, she's been doing the um, the binge watch for the season. Mm-hmm. On I I I don't think it's uh, for I think the uh, Spanish Wow. And yes. apparently, ever people have been saying she's been doing a good job. She's oh, loud. No. Yeah. Now, Samantha's going to have trouble using the key. Has to get Supreme to help her out. Here are the votes. Maria Delia. 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 Adelia. Maria Delia. Maria Delia. Vania. This congeniality is Maria Delia, the queen who was eliminated first. What? I did like, as she was counting the votes, when she said, Demita Mary, Maria Delia, and she's all, was there anyone else on the show? <laughs> I, because this is only, I think, the second time it's gone to an early out for an international show, because uh, Anibis got Miss Congeniality yeah. for UK, because they do it differently on how, how, uh, how the UK does it. Right. Um, but yeah, it's like I'm like the only thing I'm like I'm the only thing I think of is just like she's just one of those queens that like I don't think she had no one, I think she was probably the only queen no one had any some type of drama with. So they're like, well, she's the only one I'm gonna vote for. But I mean, it, it I, did I, feel I like thought, I thought it was either gonna go to Vanya or Clover. Well, I figured they probably didn't do Vanya because she was in the top four. But we we've had a top four win before. Uh Millennia won for Drag Race Italia too. Okay, that's I, I didn't I didn't finish watching. Spoiler! <laughs> I know who won the season. I didn't I didn't know who won Miss Congeniality. I mean, um, obviously, we know who won that season. Oh yeah, just very, like this very. one, we know who's fucking winning. Yeah, very. It's the one that we know, and then I'm like going, then I'm like, I'm all, but if I'm like, it's a clear front runner, but I also was like, the production make an upset with their comeback, so I'm just like. We'll see, um, but yeah, it's like I thought. I, I yeah, I could have seen like Clover. I thought yeah, I could have seen them giving it to Vanya because of she was just of how how the season was going for her. But yeah, the fact that there was no like variety in the votes was really weird to me. So she wins three thousand euros, and that's it. That's all we have time for. Mm-hmm. One final thought that I want to bring up. Um, it was a very important season because history was made with the inclusion of Clover and it was not yeah. discussed at all in this reunion. What no. is with the Clover race? Yeah, they didn't make any, they she, made no was notice not of well at all this season. Um, I, I don't, I don't understand what disconnect is there because it feels like she was there as a novelty and not for herself. I, I, I really don't think they treated her properly. Yeah, because it's not because we've had trans contestants already on the show. We've had 
gender non-binary contestants on the show. So this was just having your first cis woman on the show. And the second in the entire franchise. Yeah, and the second in the entire franchise. And they didn't say... They didn't make any, like... I don't know if it was trying to be like, we're, we're like, we're not, we don't want to treat her any different. We're going to treat her like any other queen. But it was the same time. It's like, no, it's important. This is only the second time it's happened. So you I mean, think you want to have Bessia, more. They had no time this entire reunion. Everyone yeah, else had a they moment. Really, those two they, just did not. Mm-mm. And those two were like the most recent outs as well. Right. They focused on all the ones who were like out early, gave them a little bit more screen time. But then it was like a lot of like, yeah, I don't know. It, it just it did. It felt like it felt weird. All right, got a burning question. Do burning questions for you? You ready? Mm-hmm. Yes. Who won the week? Who were the best episode? Maria, Maria, Maria had the best episode. She she got a t- she has a sash and she got some money. Yeah. Um. After ten episodes, the winner of the week is or the winner of the season. Apologies. Oh, it, it's Petita. It's, it's if they don't, if they don't, even the weeks where I'm like, oh, I did, I could have seen her. I seen that win go to someone else. Um, the judges love her. Production loves her. Um, she's delusional, like like a winner needs to be. Um, it's it's but so yeah, it's jarring like, compared to the previous two winners, even oh, though this exactly. coach won the most. So yeah. it's going to be interesting to see how the fans receive Petita as a winner, because I don't think she's going to be beloved. I don't. I don't think she's. Gonna, yeah, I think because yeah, it's gonna, in, a, in a way, it's going to be. It's like a Tyra Sanchez. Yeah, like did really well in the show, but it's like, but like what the judges Not aren't seeing winner. that we're seeing. What the yeah, what the judges are, what the judges are seeing compared to what we saw was what you know was what made people not like her. If only okay, then what would make this perfect though is if, <laughs> is if one of the losers writes on the mirror, Petita, um, reach for the stars because you'll never be one, and that would just make this make this even better. Just throw that callback right in there. All right, where can we find you on social media, Venom? Any projects you want to plug? I am on the, uh, I was going to say, okay, don't even know where I'm at anymore. Uh, I am on Instagram at Harry is Precious as Harry, Twitter, Envy of Precious, uh, Venmo is Precious Envy. Uh, and uh, if you're in New York and seeing The Cure tonight, Wednesday, I'll be at The Cure concert, uh, being an old goth, doing old goth things. Uh, then I'll be in Michigan for a week uh, on a little mini vacation before, before you know, I start the summer work season. Amazing. Well, thank you. Yep, for yep, yep. Thank you for having me.